Welcome to Discovering Spirit Within. This is Reverend Deborah Phillips coming to you from Spiritual Life Center in Sacramento, California. Today I want to talk about transformation and irritability. Now those don't sound like they go together, but they actually go together quite well and quite often. And here's what happens is when you start to work on yourself and you start to look within and you start to change on some level, even if it's a really tiny level, People around you might start to get on your nerves for a while because you're changing and they're not, and you're starting to see the world a little bit differently and they're not, and you're like, wait a minute, how come How come you keep still doing the same old stupid stuff? Well, I'm trying to get over my stupid stuff. And... Um, it, it just, it, there's, a, there's a, a, a disconnect there, and you can feel kind of irritable. The other part is, is that um, when you are growing slowly, you might even feel a little more irritable. And, and that's actually a good thing, because quiet growth, inner growth, slow growth is really the best kind. We live in a culture, at least here in the United States, where we expect everything to be big and flashy. You know, the story of uh, Saul in the Bible where he was struck to the ground and had this major um, insight and was changed instantly is kind of the way we all expect things to happen. But some of the very best spiritual gifts, the spiritual awakenings I have ever had were slow and quiet and internal. And yeah, I was irritable for a long time after that because I just, um, I didn't know what to do with myself because I felt different. Quiet growth is less disruptive and it's less frightening and it's more readily acknowledged or understood because you have time to comprehend what's going on. Sometimes you feel that change coming, and that slow process can also be a little bit maddening because you know something is shifting, and you get whiffs and you hints, but you really don't know what's coming, and you know, and you don't have the whole full picture, and you don't have the full picture because it's not fully developed yet. The fullness already exists in the energy field. There it is full-blown, but then it needs to translate itself down into our earth environment. It has to come through the veil. Think of it as slowly penetrating and leaking into the material plane. And usually this does this so that you can get used to the energy, the change. Because you know what? If it happens too fast, you'll bolt. You'll become frightened. I actually started a discussion group for people who were going through these kinds of changes because early, early, early in my uh, metaphysical career, I was in a church that had Sunday services and formal classes, but there was no place to just go ask a question. And I saw several people who came into the church, they started to meditate, they started to have inner awakenings, they started to have what you might call little little visions or things would come to them, and they didn't know what to do with it. And it scared them, and they left. And so it's really important for me to help people understand that what's happening to them and, and offer a place where people can ask these questions. Now, again, the slow kind of transformation is really kind of maddening, but it's also helpful. And there are times when those things come out of the blue, but that thing has actually been there for a while, working its way up to manifesting, and sometimes it just kind of goes blam and shows itself. But on some level, you probably felt it coming. Because what was happening is that with each breath, the veil was lifting, or parts of it were just a little bit more, and you tell you could see the whole thing. 
So to help with that, think in terms of opening rather than growing. And think in terms of unfolding rather than changing. Think in terms of ice melting and allowing a waterfall once more. During this time of almost but not yet, people may annoy you a lot more than usual. They are helping you let go and release that which no longer serves you. And sometimes you're asked or required to lose everything all at once. When this happens, it's because you have not been listening at all for too long, or because you made a sudden leap in awareness and just let go. Both scenarios are frightening and painful, but necessary. And please understand that you're not being punished. You have agreed at some level to all of this. So these annoying people, they show you where you may still be stuck. And most importantly, they are showing you their pain, their fear. And sometimes this is because they sense that you are changing and they fear losing you, or they're afraid that you will ask them to change with you and they're not ready or able to yet. The motivation really isn't very important. Fear is fear and pain is fear, and they're showing you theirs. It's tempting to strike back with your own fear or pain, but that accomplishes nothing. It only multiplies the pain and fear. So when you know that you are in transformation mode, you can allow those people their doubts and their fears. Their fears are not your fears, and you cannot catch them as if they are a virus. You're on your own path in these circumstances, and you're not responsible for other people. You can have compassion, however, and thank the ones who are making it easier for you to move on. The other reason for irritability during transformation is that you are feeling a little less centered because your consciousness is shifting. So it's entirely possible that you will have little patience for those who are mirroring your old behavior. Now, why is that? That's because you have the fear that you might backslide or because you are uncomfortable looking at what you now judge as silly or stupid. You will never backslide. This is spiritual transformation we're talking about. You cannot lose it. And have compassion for yourself. When you were in that other mode, you did not realize or you were not ready for what you do know now. You were where you were, and now you're here. The landscape is at once exactly the same and completely different. And this is almost impossible to explain to someone who has not experienced deep spiritual transformation. You know, there seems to be an idea among us that only one spiritual transformation is necessary or possible. Those who have had a transformative experience know that that's not true. Transformation is a process. It's not a destination. I mean, yes, there may be some dramatic striking events, but mostly Inner transformation is quiet, it is internal, and it is intensely personal. And many people are uncomfortable talking about this because one of those experiences is almost impossible to explain or describe. It's intensely personal, and most people are smart enough to wait until they've integrated the experience before opening up to those who might be naysayers, thus protecting their precious gifts. And honestly, it's nobody's business anyway. You know, sometimes we want to share that because it was such a wonderful thing for us, but then finding the words for it's almost impossible. So it's a very interesting kind of dichotomy there. So I encourage you to hold a new spiritual experience or insight or knowing close to your heart for a time. Let it simmer. Let it sink in. Find your own new footing. 
When you're secure in the same old, new you, then share if you wish, but be aware of the environment into which you bring that discussion, because not everybody will honor your story. If you need that, then don't share. If you simply want to share because you want to put this positive vibration into the world, then by all means do so. But always take care of your soul and your psyche. They are precious and you are much better aligned when they are happy and healthy. We as humans stumble. It's what we do best. Stumbling shows us the rocks in our path so we can transform them into beautiful gems. And remember that all rocks and stones have their own life form, as do the obstacles you encounter in everyday life. Everything is energy. Everything is living. Everything is life. And there's times when you move into transformation gracefully. Sometimes you just stumble into it. At least it can seem that way. And you might say, I was just minding my own business and spirit came along and smacked me into new consciousness. And it is precisely because you are minding your own business that it happened. Also, of course, it had been building for a long time before it manifested. And when this new consciousness manifests, it is because you have been minding your own business that it happened. Of course, it had been building for a long time before it manifested, but when it does, you are seeing the result of a lot of undercover work by both you and your angel band. You know, your soul is in more than one place at a time, so it's perfectly logical that you are, quote, working on yourself when you don't even know it. Yeah, every time you actually stop and think about something, every time you question what it is you're doing and start to look within, every book you read, every podcast you listen to, anything that you're doing that could be creating some change within you is thrown into the mix and it comes out in really interesting and unexpected ways. And a lot of times... They are very unexpected ways. I heard recently that someone had said that they had really been studying um, metaphysics for quite a while and that they were married to somebody who had been in the uh, that kind of teaching even much longer. And all of a sudden they found themselves saying positive things in, in, a, in a difficult situation. And they said, I even actually believe what I'm saying now. And they were surprised that this change had happened within them um, even though they'd been working on it, but they weren't consciously trying to become different. They were just putting one foot in front of the other doing the thing. And that's really what spiritual growth is about, is putting one foot in front of the other and doing the thing. And it is also why so much of this progress is subconscious until one day you start to see it manifesting. And sometimes that manifestation is in an irritability of someone who says something that a week and a half ago wouldn't have, you wouldn't even thought about it. You wouldn't even maybe have registered what they said. And all of a sudden it's like, well, what are you doing? And that is time to pull back and not criticize the other person, but go within and say, why is that all of a sudden bothering me? And you might very well find that on some tiny level, you've shifted your thinking a little bit. And that thinking is just enough different that you're not completely in alignment with what the person said. The good news is that this irritability will go away eventually. Um, you're feeling off-center because something has changed. And as you start to you know, work with it and just listen to other people and become aware of when you're feeling that impatience with someone being the way they've always been, um, then you can start to find, find that, that level of balance again. Because with that 
with that balance, you start to accept that, okay, I have changed, they haven't. You're allowing that person to be who they are because just because you're changing doesn't mean you get to tell everybody else to change. And I think a lot of us go through that. I know when I first got into metaphysics a couple hundred years ago, um, you know, I was reading the books and doing the classes. And so I wanted to share my books with people. And um, I kind of knew that that was going to be really annoying. So I only did it to a few people, but I gave my mom a book on prosperity and she read it and she says, yeah, that was very interesting. And somehow the way she did it gave gave me the whole message and I stopped just walking around going hey this is a new thing I'm learning and trying to push it off on them and getting them to be um, like me or go along my path it taught me very early on to respect other people's paths as well so just because you're expanding your awareness and you're changing your awareness doesn't mean that you get to expect everybody else to do it too you can want them to but putting that expectation on them and then becoming mad at them or criticizing them for it is not okay because everybody is where they are in any one moment. And some people are capable, really capable of making deep inner change. And some people just really aren't. It's not that they're resistant. It's not that they're being stubborn. It's just they're not really capable of that inner um, introspection. And that's okay. That's who they are. So that irritability that might come when you have that shift, when you turn that corner, is okay. Just remember that it's your irritability and it's not about anybody else and that you're being shown that you've changed. You're being shown that you're different in some way. And you can congratulate yourself with about that. But don't, don't beat other people up with it because they're where they are. And they don't necessarily see the same thing that you see. I mean, I'm sure there's some people who listen to this podcast who totally get on some level a really deep insight. And other people think it's just a very nice thing to listen to. And that's cool because that's what this is for. Any information, any ideas that we bring into ourselves has an effect on us. And anything that we we bring in will change us in some level. It's really a matter of bringing enough, enough of it in consistently to create that inner change. But we also can't force that inner change. Sometimes we just have some obstacles. We have old stuff going on that we need to f- clear out somewhere. And we can't always force it. Don't try to force it. Allow yourself to be who you are in any one moment. Allow yourself to have those moments of irritation and look at yourself and say, okay, am I irritated because I'm looking at things differently? And then congratulate yourself on that. But, you know, I am... Um, I've been on this planet for a while, and I am still discovering things from my past that um, niggle me or get in my way a little bit. And when one comes across, then I get the opportunity to clear it and decide what I want to do with it. So it's not magical. We're not going to clear all of our uh, emotional baggage in um, an instant. We're just not. We came here to be human. Being human is actually a really cool thing. And what we are learning to do is be fully human. You know, there's this whole idea that human beings are bad. And um, I had this idea the other day that it said, well, how do you feel about the idea that everything in this world is perfect and wonderful except humans? Like what, God had a bad day? I don't know, but I cannot get behind that idea. 
We have come here to be human. We have come here to to learn. We've come here to learn love. We've come here to improve ourselves. Not because that there's anything wrong with us, but that we come in and we are at a certain level of consciousness. And there's all this consciousness that's out there, but we can only see so much. And it's like every time you have an insight, every time you make that expansion of your consciousness, for me, it's sort of like getting my windshield cleaned. Just a little bit more and a little bit more. This is why we call it lifting the veil. You know, because there's more than one veil. And of course, people think about, well, we're just going to lift the veil and everything's going to be hunky-dory. It's gradual. It's like peeling an onion. And it can be the most wonderful, gratifying experience, uh, along with the irritation and the frustrations. But learning to become fully human is the very best and highest thing we can do for ourselves and for everyone around us and for the world. What kind of person do you want to be in this world? Those are the kind of questions that you might want to be asking yourself during the holiday season, which is when I am recording this. And as you move through these different levels, as you move through lifting veil after veil after veil, you might feel irritable, you might feel frustrated, you might feel confused. All of that is okay. Because as you lift each veil, a little bit more light comes in, and then a little bit more light, and you can see just a little bit better. So if you just think about all of these veils in front of you and them coming up one by one, what that's like to have just a little bit more uh, insight, a little bit more insight, a little bit more insight. It's an amazing process. It's a process, not a destination. Remember that. Spiritual growth, spiritual expansion is a process. There is absolutely no outcome, no destination. And I know people don't want to hear that, but it's true. And when we accept that we are on an open-ended journey, that we're on an adventure, we can relax and we can allow ourselves to take that one step at a time. We can allow ourselves to have those moments of feeling ecstatic about whatever has come through to us and our inner growth and how we our heart feels when we feel that pure uh, connection with spirit. And we can love ourselves when we then walk out into the world and find it just annoying as get out because what are these people doing? And then being out in the world enough to be used to it again and coming to understand that everybody's just being who they are. And everybody has their own journey, and everybody is doing the best they can with what they have in any one moment. And yes, that can be irritating too at times, but when you know who you are on the inside, when you are talking to your inner self, and you're clear with your inner self of who you are and what you're doing and who you want to be, then the rest of the world kind of takes care of itself. I was a little hesitant to say that because then people uh, think, well, then I don't have to do anything or, you know, there's all this stuff going on out in the world and uh, it's not taking care of itself. But really, the world is taking care of itself. Life is taking care of itself. And our responsibility is to take care of ourselves and do our utmost to grow spiritually and become more aware and open our hearts as wide as we can to have compassion for the other people in this world, for the other beings in this world, and perhaps to see humor in life. 
I find a lot of humor in my own personal uh, experience because I'll find myself in one of those irritable moments doing my grousing thing and then realize what I'm doing. And I just sit and I laugh because I'm really kind of funny because it's like, oh yeah, I'm really upset about that. And that means exactly one hill of beans. So humor is one of the things that translates. It's the one thing absolutely that translates from spirit to humans almost exactly. Humor and compassion are the two things that we should hold for ourselves and for other people. And when we can see humor, when we can feel compassion, we will walk past our irritation and fully, fully be able to accept our transformation and move forward into the next step and the next step until the veil is completely raised and we see clearly and perfectly. And so it is for today. I wish you a week of love, light, and joy. Thank you for listening today. Discovering Spirit Within is produced by Spiritual Life Center. If you enjoyed our discussion and feel inspired to support us, you can go to slcworld.org forward slash donate. And now, until we meet again, deep peace of the running wave to you, deep peace of the flowing air to you, deep peace of the quiet earth to you, deep peace of the shining stars to you, deep peace of the son and daughter of peace to you, and may the joys of the world go with you.